Hello, and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast in partnership with Ascension. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends ever, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. What you're going to find is we're three normal women who are on the journey, who laugh, we cry, we have all kinds of adventures, and our heart is to share our love of Christ with you, our friendship, and all the beautiful and broken places that we encounter. So you are most welcome to join us on this journey. Grab a cup of coffee, get settled in, and welcome home. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to season five, and we are delighted to be with you again. We missed you. Can we just say that? And so uh, Heather and Michelle and I have been talking, and we're going to talk about some really cool things this episode, we got a really cool announcement for you at the end of the show. But first and foremost, Happy New Year, Michelle and Heather. I'm looking at your beautiful faces right now, and it's a a glorious sight. (laughs) As Michelle sticks her tongue out with me, I take that back. Okay. Um, And I I told you on the mini Christmas video or the mini Christmas episode we did that we would have new music, but we just, it's too much work, y'all. Like we couldn't even get, like we couldn't even. So that wasn't, so as you know, you're like, oh, hey, Sister Marie promised us something. Yeah, we actually took a break. So (laughs) that's a good thing. Oh my gosh. Heather, tell us how was your Christmas, girl? Hi, how you doing? Oh, I love Christmas. It's my favorite. I mean, it just the lights, the simplicity of a lot of things and kids and wonder and all of that stuff. So it was good. Yeah. Overall, Christmas was great. It was nice to have a break. Uh-huh. I was definitely ready for some downtime. And I, I think I opened my computer once Wow. and it wasn't anything work related. It's because I had to, and I made a commitment to myself. I was going to do no work over the break, which I didn't so until right now that we're recording this podcast. So that was, it was really good, much needed. And I really enjoyed it. How was your break, Michelle? Yeah, it was really good. Um, I was like you where I just needed the break so desperately. And Christmas was just in a big exhale this year. Yes, I felt like it was magical. Thank you, everybody. But um, yeah, I just needed a downtime and the togetherness and not to have the crazy schedules of our my kids' schedules, our work schedules, and um, it was a lot of fun. We watched a lot of Christmas movies. We visited with our family. My kids had never seen It's a Wonderful Life. so we No way. What kind of a mother are you? Seriously. Oh my gosh, your kids are... <laughs> it was so funny, though. They were <laughs> laughing, and I just it was, it's been a while since I've seen It's a Wonderful Life, and there's just a lot of cultural things from that genre of movies that did not translate to my children. They're like, why are they screaming so loud at the movies? And I'm thinking, because they didn't have the microphones that we do, like on sets now. <laughs> You know, Jimmy Stewart's totally screaming, but it was great. It was so fun. And I'm just kind of dreading getting back into the swing of things. But I know mm-hmm. such is life, such is life. So, but I missed you guys. So it's good to see your faces. So I'm excited to be back for that. Mm-hmm. I know we did. I missed you. I missed the two of you too. Like we have this group text that we do every day and I'm like, oh, I didn't hear from you guys for like a day or two. I'm like, where are you? Did you leave me? I'm dying. And they're like, oh God, get over it, you know? Or on the flip know. side, I put my phone down for a little while and I was doing something with family and I came back and there's 22 text messages from the two of them. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. going on right here? We were having a very deep conversation and you were not there. So Heather and I are like, whatever. Were. Just carry it on. was, it was. It was a really deep conversation. I'm like, okay, I didn't know that we're having heart conversations mm-hmm. right Right now, totally but spilled our guts. Uh, carry on, people. <laughs> carry on. Yeah, absolutely. Via text. 
Oh, that's awesome. I had a really distinct pleasure of, I love the arts and I haven't had a chance to do this in a very long time, but I got to see the um, ballet company performance of the Nutcracker, Aww. which Aww. was so beautiful. I can't, it just made my heart sing. It just, I, there's something I love the ballet. I miss, I don't live in a big city anymore. So I miss every now and then we get to go to the theater, mm. to the symphony or the ballet and, you know, and I just, I got a chance to do that over Christmas. I so I thought that, that was Super, super beautiful. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, so here we are, ladies. We're going to transition into literally a new year, a new calendar year. And something that we've done the last couple years is we talk about our very first episode of the season. We talk about a word for the year. And so we know this is not everybody's thing. So people are like, oh, word of the year, what does that mean? But we just want to offer this to you as something that we've been praying about. And you might find that as you spend time with the Lord, that he's going to reveal some themes for you for the coming year for 2019. And so we each have prayed about it and we pondered it and we have a word that we believe God is speaking to us for the year, which will be beautiful to see how it you know, kind of intertwines and kind of weaves itself into the entire year. But here's the cool thing. We don't know what each other's word is. <laughs> so, so as best. you listen to us, we're about to find out from each other, which is, which is going to be really fun. So, um, we have mm -hmm. a little quote for you. If people wonder like how much we plan our <laughs> podcast. Sometimes we plan a little more than others. You know, this particular one is like a couple of notes on a Google doc that Michelle gave out to us last night. So this is all real mm -hmm. in the moment conversation. Oh yeah. It's, it's like real time happening. And I think whose idea was this a couple years ago? Who had this idea? Was it, which one of you were like, me. What, so tell us about it, Michelle. It like, me. where does that come from? I had seen someone else that had done it like a word for the year. And I loved something about, like you said, having a theme for the year or word for the mm -hmm. year, like really praying through that. Like what is like a direction that you want, mm -hmm. that you feel like the Lord is leading you for that year or something that he wants to really cultivate in your heart or something that you really just need the spirit to say to you mm -hmm. um, that year. And uh, yeah, so I always love it because... You know, it's something for me, it roots me in the year. Like it roots me like the direction mm -hmm. that my spiritual life needs to go in, the direction like my heart needs to go in and keep on returning back to that word and saying, okay, Lord, how do you want to cultivate that in me this year? Um, so mm -hmm. I love it. I just think it's a great spiritual tool and just kind of fun too, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it gives you something to look forward to and keeps you going in the right direction. <laughs> and it's super fun at the end of the year to reflect back on the word and like how that came to fruition, like throughout the year, like this last year, I felt like, yeah, there was major fruit that came from that word mm -hmm. and it took on a whole life of its own that I was not expecting. So praise God. Praise God. There you go. Amen. 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 So we're going to offer you a little quote from Henry Nouwen, which is really beautiful to kind of frame this, um, this time. And so Henry Nouwen says this, he says, we must learn to live each day, each hour. Yes. Each minute as a new beginning, as a unique opportunity to make everything new. Imagine that we could live each moment as a moment pregnant with new life. Imagine that we could live each day as a day full of promises Imagine that we could walk through the new year, always listening to a voice saying to us, I have a gift for you and can't wait for you to see it. Imagine. <laughs> I love that. Mm. Uh, there's something, I think we've said this before, but there's a great saying in the 12 step groups that you hear often where they say, you know, you can begin again each day. Like you can start over the morning again, several times if you have to. So, you know, we're starting out this new year and it's very traditional for people to make new year's resolutions, which I have mixed feelings about, but people do that. And, and just to remind us that, you know, it's a new beginning on in the calendar, but it's also each day is a new beginning and you can begin again throughout the day. So amen. Amen. All right. So, um, 
we're going to have a couple questions of kind of like the, to frame our conversation. So is our word of the year. And um, I'm looking at our Google doc and Heather's making comments in our Google doc, which is great. I'm laughing right now, but that's okay. So, uh, so the word for the year. So number one, like, why is it useful in your spiritual life? How did you discern it? How do you cultivate it? And then how do you invite others into your word to bear fruit, which I absolutely love. So we're going to each share our word and we're going to talk about kind of the aspects of that word. And so, um, I don't know, ladies, who gets to go first? Are we going to like... Heather, rock, paper, scissors. Heather. Definitely Michelle. No, Definitely Michelle. <laughs> I did the Google Doc, so I'm not going first. Heather, you can go first. All right, yeah. fine. I will Bye. take one for the team. I um, love it. Thank you, uh -huh. Heather. Okay, so I started praying about this um, kind of at the beginning of December. I was like, okay, Lord, you know, and it takes a while for me to, to just like settle in and listen to God. I don't know about you guys, but I just find there's a lot of distractions and, and I want to make sure that it's the Lord's voice, you know, not just my voice or my ideas or what I would love the word, you know, to be like, I want it to be something exciting or something comforting or something like, you know, your, your word for the year is spa. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's a, your word for the year is Manny Petty. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's really about like opening my heart to like, Lord, what do you want to say? What do you want to do? Mm. What do you want from me? What do you want for me? And trusting that God wants to speak. God wants to speak into my life because He's personal. Because it's not just one word for all humanity. You know, He He mm -hmm. has something for me for my life, and He cares about the details. So my word for the year is moved, moved, moved. moved. Oh, do tell. Yeah. So do I was tell. like moved. And I, I just sat with that for a, a long time, several, a couple of weeks actually. And I just kept coming back to it and I was like, yeah, no, it's moved because I was reading through the scriptures. This started in our Advent thing about Mary and Elizabeth mm -hmm. getting together. And, mm. um, when Elizabeth, proclaims that Jesus is in Mary's womb, it says that she was first filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. And when she was filled with the Holy Spirit, then she was proclaiming Jesus. And, mm -hmm. I, and as I reflected on this, like it just all of these different moments, like through scripture where the Holy Spirit comes and what transpires after the Holy Spirit comes. And when people are moved by the Holy Spirit, they are working in the power of God and able to proclaim oh. Jesus in a new way. And so this is what the Lord mm -hmm. has been speaking to me. And I feel like he's inviting me to be moved by his spirit in a new way this, this year. Oh. And that there's going to be many opportunities where he's going to invite me to be moved by his spirit instead of hesitating, instead of, you know, diminishing or being fearful or just doing what I always do because I know how to do it, you know, which is usually mm -hmm. the mode that I get into. I'm like, I can just I can just do it. I'll just do what I always do or I'll just, you know, get up there and speak about whatever, you know, but I feel like God is calling me to a different type of awareness and openness to his Holy Spirit this year. And mm. I'm excited. I'm totally excited about what he's going to do. But I think I also have to practice a different level of pause in my life, like to make room for this word. Like this isn't just something uh -huh. that's going to happen. I don't think, I think mm -hmm. I actually need to be very intentional about it. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah, great word, Heather. Look at you getting all excited. Oh, you're almost giddy yeah. over there. That's kind of fun to see. I am wow. super excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited. I actually had a little taste of this um, during an Advent talk that I was giving to, there was about 300 women at this beautiful like Advent by Twilight or whatever evening that I did. 
and I, I could feel the Lord stirring before I even got there mm. and just inviting me to a different, a different thing that night than what I had in mind. And it was really, really powerful. And so it kind of just gave me a taste of what I think is coming this <sighs> next year. Mm, That's yeah. great. Yeah. But also y'all can hold me to it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> That's part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to need you guys to hold me to it and go, Heather, how have you been making space for the Holy Spirit to move you? What's God doing? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. We totally will. All right, sister. Mm-hmm. So what is yeah. your word? <laughs> I love Michelle. Nice transition to get Thank out you. of it again. She's <laughs> classic. I, I was going to do it to her first, but she beat me to it. Totally got She you. beat me to it. <laughs> Um, well, I was looking through my journal today and I found from a year ago that I'd written my word for the year. My word last year was rest and it was really providential and what Jesus was doing in my heart. And a lot of foundations were restored and just going to his heart and resting because this next step, I believe is it's out of that place. So it has to be out of that place. So my word for the year that I've been praying about that I just knew instantaneously, it resounded in the depths of my heart and my word for the year is go. Mm. And so, um, for me, that means standing firm in what God has done in my life, standing on the foundations that he's built, standing in his promises, standing in who he is and standing from that. And it's time to go. Like it's time to go. It's time to preach what he's given me to preach. It's time to speak the word. It's time to reveal his beauty. And, um, you guys know, we joke about it a lot. I'm very much introverted. And even though I speak in public, I'm very much an introvert and I just, you know, kind of a melancholic, you know, I just do a lot of introspection, things like that. And there's a time for that. There's a time for all things. But I really feel like what God is calling me to do is to to stand firm as a daughter, as his bride, in the promises that he's made, Amen. and to speak the message and to become the person that he's calling me to be. So um, you guys, yeah, you'll have to hold me accountable, not to shrink back and not to diminish or not to hide, but to stand firm. And that takes a lot of vulnerability. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of obedience. And, and it only comes from the place out of rest and surrender mm. from his heart. So it's not me. It's not me promoting something. It's Christ sending me forth to go, like to go. And so, um, so yeah, I, I knew it. I'm like, that's an interesting word. Cause I didn't, I didn't think of, you know, it just came into my heart and it just resounded so deeply in my heart that, uh, yeah, ladies, I awesome. think it's, it's time. You go girl. So, there's my word. <laughs> that is really great. I love that. Yeah. Go. Okay. So like most things, the, um, my word of the year, I chose two words and they told me that I couldn't, but really I'm doing it, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm making up my own rules. Yeah, totally rule breaker. Rule breaker. But um, right before Christmas, I took a couple of, um, I took a day and went, literally parked myself in adoration for a couple of hours. I just needed some quiet. The end of the year just felt like it was mm-hmm. so rushed. And I felt really overwhelmed mm-hmm. at the end of the year and all the details of life and all the details going on with um, mm-hmm. my children in our house. And they weren't bad details. They were just life details. And then it feels like everything is moving very quickly and everything is um, exploding. So there's lots of work, lots of things to do. And I just get really distracted. And um, it all felt like a lot. Everything just felt like a whole heck of a lot. So when I was sitting there in adoration, um, I was just like lamenting to the Lord. I'm like, okay, just pouring my heart out to him and um, just really clearing my mind and just he spoke after like literally like 45 minutes it took me to just clear my mind and get quiet and uh and just really mm. repent of some of my just um, moody attitudes that I was having and um like and a shitting on the Lord like he should be mm. doing this that and the other um after I repented for that <laughs> I just thought you said a bad word there girl <laughs> 
Uh-uh. No. I was like, should, Heather. Oh, should. should. Okay. Oh, yes. We're like, this is not an explicit <laughs> podcast, Michelle. I mean, you know, there's family friendly, yo. Come on. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> get your minds out of the gutter, girls. Anyway. So, but it really came back to looking at some like core things for me. Like, okay, am I performing? Mm. You know? And I really felt like the Lord was speaking to my heart. And he said, um, he goes, I want you to stop performing mm. for the kingdom and take your place in the kingdom instead. Oh. And I just started bawling. And I was like, Lord, that's what I thought I was doing. Mm. But then he really just showed me mm. some areas that mm. I really need to be daughtered in mm. from him. And, you know, he really was showing when, um, when I am a performing mindset, I have pressure on myself. But when I take my place in the kingdom, mm. I'm resting in my anointing and my purpose that he has given me, you know. Mm. And this that's line, so and he good. just really... He just really was just like teaching me something like the, it really felt like the Holy Spirit, you know, it says the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. I really felt like that time in adoration. It was a couple of hours um, that he was, the Holy Spirit was really teaching me some things. And so my first word was rhythm, mm-hmm. you know, which was so like, it's always like I need a rhythm for my life, mm-hmm. a rhythm for my life. But for me, I hate schedules. Like I hate schedules. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was just showing me, he's like, Michelle, you think a rhythm is schedule and it means constraint to you because I, I you give me a schedule I feel like it's very rigid mm-hmm. and I feel like I have to you know be contained and I, that drives me it's crazy and he said a rhythm is the beat that you dance mm. to it is the pace um. that you run your race and he said what I'm asking you is how do you align the rhythm of my heart to the rhythm of your heart mm. so we are together mm-hmm. and he's like I'm asking you to order your life to my rhythm and he said, you know, you can tell. And I could tell, like, I was just out of alignment mm-hmm. at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And when my life doesn't feel like a love letter to my creator, it feels more like a do, to-do list to a taskmaster. Oh. Like, when I feel that, mm-hmm. like, I know I, I'm like, all right, I'm off. And this is me. This isn't him, you know. And he wants us to have this beautiful dance, the Holy Spirit and I, and this beautiful rhythm in the dance. And I want to stop and start or stop. You know, I, I'm the one that's screwing up the rhythm so yeah rhythm is my first um rhythm is a dancer you know rhythm is a dancer girl i love that song and so we may have to play that that should be our new theme song that's our theme song (laughs) that's our new theme song but when i was going deeper the lord's like when you know you really lean into this rhythm then a new renaissance is coming in your heart and your family and i really i haven't dove deep into the word renaissance. I've studied it a lot because I love just art and renaissance. And, you know, it's a lot of things I talk about outside of the podcast, but renaissance means rebirth. Mm. And so he's really like, um, you know, I really, I feel like this year it's a rhythm and a renaissance. And I was really praying with the scripture from Jeremiah, you know, I knit you and formed you in your mother's wound, you know, and I was, that word just stuck to me, the word knit. And so like how we are totally like all the strings of our life go together and perfectly knit in our mother's womb. And then as soon as we come out into the world, it starts unraveling. Mm. <laughs> like. mm. and, and the Lord's mm. like, I want to show you how to integrate these strings again. You know, how I formed you. There's a rebirth in you. Like, you know, and I was always laughing. I was telling Heather, like, I can be doing really good spiritually or emotionally. And then exercise and health goes down the wall. I can do really good in this area or the other, but I think the Lord's saying, okay, in this new season of Renaissance, I want to integrate, you know, how I knitted you together, how I formed you. I want to integrate these strings that, you know, how I made you and not unravel them. Like you feel like they have Mm. been. 
So yeah, those are my two words, girls. Dang, oh. girl, you. I just. I wish I could rewind our conversation because you just dropped some serious truth bombs about. When your life is not a love letter to the creator, mm-hmm. it's a to do list to the taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's talk about that because don't we all know that? Like, like you're performing well and you're okay, Lord, I did this, I did this, and they're all good things. But that, like, the reality of belovedness, the reality of I just I read this, came across this book. It's absolutely outstanding book about um, brokenness and sexuality. The book is called Unwanted by Jay Stringer. He's a he's a good friend of Dan Allender. I've quoted Dan Allender before, and he talks about how. You know, many times what we're doing in our life is we're just reliving out our shame, right? We're living out of our brokenness. And so we're performing well and we're wondering why life is not working. But he said it's really when when love speaks to you of your belovedness, then you're moved to pursue beauty. You're not moved to move out of shame or moved to move out of like hatred of yourself, but you're moved to pursue beauty. So I love what God is speaking to you right there because he's speaking of that love, which brings a happy rhythm because that's the rhythm of the hearts, which is a dance. And that's why we love it. Mm-hmm. And I think we can often tell, like, even by our exterior mode of operating, you know, like if I'm frustrated, complaining a lot, like rushing around, like I'm so busy, I'm short with people. And apparently it's all for the kingdom. Like, is that really like this love letter, like to the Lord? Like, how am I operating mm. within the calling that God has? And and if it's not good, then what's out of whack? Like, is it me? Is it the amount of things I've said yes to? Is it that I don't have good boundaries? Like, what is going on? Am I not putting my vocation first, my children? first and letting everything flow out of that. So I think those are also good questions to ask. That's a, that's a great topic to ponder, I think. So we'll put some of those questions in our, Mm -hmm. in our uh, show notes for our listeners. Yeah. And I think when we're praying like for a word of the year or a theme for the Lord to do something in our year, it's not to combat a weakness. It is to um, almost like prophesy or declare who we are, who we are becoming, what we need to become in him. Like you were saying, sister, where we need to become in our belovedness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we and all of us Mm -hmm. have talked about this at different times. I just still am under that false illusion that I will arrive. Like at this moment and this time it will become, and Mm -hmm. I will have done becoming, or I'll have done healing, or I've done, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just have spiritual Mm -hmm. amnesia. Like I forget who the Lord is and who I am so quickly, you know, and I think that is one of the blessings of our friendship. And even this podcast is having people remind you who the Lord is and who you are and what you're called to when you forget that spiritual amnesia. And like at the end of the year, mm-hmm. I was telling my sister-in-laws this right before we were recording the mini podcast, S- sister and I hopped on and Heather was a few minutes late and sister just asked me how I was. And I completely mm-hmm. fell apart. Like, I mean, like snotty cry, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I was actually telling my sister-in-law this um, week when I was, we were up in Kentucky visiting family. I said, one of the beautiful things about both Heather and sister, but at sister in that moment is she's such a soft place to land for me. You know, there was just no judgment. There was no, like, I just felt like I could be, like, it makes me tear up. I could be raw. I could be vulnerable. I could just be so messy. And you were a soft place to land, you know. And um, and you could mm-hmm. speak truth into that place, you know. Like, okay, baby, this is truth mm-hmm. and reality, and this is not. This is moodiness and, you know, emotion. So, um, you know, and this is hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think when we are anchored, you know, in our theme for the year, in our word for the year, we can ask other people to speak into that too. Like, so who are our people that are going to ask us, you know, Mm -hmm. okay, this is what the Lord stirred in your heart for 2019. How, like Heather said, how is that going? You know, what do you need? How can we Mm -hmm. pray that into Mm -hmm. your life for you? You know, even how do we speak that 
these words of life into each other's lives. So they bear fruit and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. come to fruition in a powerful ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do we do that in a way that is life giving Mm -hmm. and not shaming? To one another, yes. you know, like sometimes we can be like, well, I got to call you on, you yeah. know, and, oh, and the mode isn't necessarily one that's going to no, bear life. Yeah. And I think as we journey with one another, that's something that mm-hmm. we have to think about is like, and, and the words are the words that I'm saying to others around me and those that I'm in relationship and journey with words that are going to bear life for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's one good, one good reflection to have. I think for me, I need to bring Jake into it. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband, Jake, I need to, obviously you two are going to be mm-hmm. a part of that. And I think that there's certain questions that we probably need mm-hmm. to ask each other along the way. Like what, how have you been, you know, been living out your word, but also how has the enemy been attacking you in that area? And, mm. and what are the, what are the, what have been the stumbling blocks to that? And how can we pray for you through yeah, that? Oh, definitely. You know, what are you needing right now in regards to that? Not that this word mm-hmm. is everything, you know, about what your whole year is about, but I do think that when God speaks, we should listen. And it does have power that this isn't just like a fortune cookie kind of idea. Like this is a real relationship with God. He is speaking and shaping us and changing us and inspiring us and that he wants to open our ears to hear his voice in our life. Mm. So. That's so true. And there, there is a power, there is a power to just speaking it out. You know, how many things that have we uttered within ourselves, but have never, they've been never uttered out into the world. Right. And so there's a power of the spoken word. And I think many times we get stuck of just like, Oh, if I say this, or if I put that out there, I mean, it's going to be stupid. People are going to think I'm stupid or like, I, maybe I won't be able to fill it. It's okay. Friends, like even just getting out of you, if, if the first step for you is writing it in a journal, right? Just to getting out of your head and then speaking it to somebody who's trusted. Um, and that's exactly what both Heather and Michelle are saying, I think, is so we can help carry each other, you know, in those areas and bring mm-hmm. life to each other and speak life into each other. And that's, you know, that's, it's just paramount. And so um, to really, you know, pray about that. And if this is what God, if God wants to speak a word to you for the year, a theme for the year, to be able to, to utter that out, utter outside of yourself. So it gives birth to something new. Mm, I agree. And one of the things I did when I was uh, in adoration, just praying about this word is I came home and found scriptures that go along with it. Yes. You know, and so like I can be rooted in scripture, you know, for me, like Ezekiel, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. like just really looking for those scriptures. I mean, even if you have to Google, you know, scriptures that go along with the word this, you know, and so like you just try, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're like, where do I find them? Google. Google's Mm -hmm. a great tool. There you go. So (laughs) and you're welcome. (laughs) There you go. You know, use it that way. Um, There's a scripture that Michelle had chosen for this podcast, which mm -hmm. I I love that it's this one. And the first time that, that I feel like the Lord brought my attention to this scripture was just in 1999. It was right before the Jubilee year, because I remember the Holy Father chose it for the Jubilee year. And I was, it was the first time that I was like, whoa, God Mm. spoke to me, like God spoke to me. And it was reiterated, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in the voice of the Holy Father and in the church. But I think that this scripture uh, is one that can anchor us through the year because God has anointed us and, and it's really important that we walk in that anointing. So it's Isaiah 61, mm-hmm. the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, 
to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. And the scripture goes on. I mean, it's an incredibly beautiful scripture, but mm. I, I would just like to offer to our listeners, you know, if, if you're like, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know how to, to listen to the Lord or hear his voice with a word. Like you might want to do Alexio Divina with that scripture to just sit with Isaiah Amen. 61, to read mm-hmm. through it and to just wait and listen. What is the word that stands out to you in that scripture? That That's a wonderful mm-hmm. scripture to sit with and to do that a few times and just listen to the voice of God and trust that he is good and he cares and he wants to speak to you. Oh, thank you for offering that, Heather. That's an outstanding idea. I really love that on so many levels. But yeah, amen. That's a, it is such a rich scripture. And I, I'm, yeah, what a great way to begin the year delving into something like that, sitting with Isaiah, mm-hmm. right? And letting that word wash over us. And mm-hmm. yeah. And I think one good thing to remember is that when you're listening to the voice of God, and if you're wondering, is this really God's voice or is it my voice, amen. is to ask, ask yourself, is this something that God would say? Is it true? Mm -hmm. Is it good? Mm -hmm. Is it beautiful? Mm -hmm. Like God isn't going to speak anything that's damaging over your life or anything that Mm -hmm. is going to shame you. It might convict you, which is very different Mm -hmm. than shame. Like conviction Mm -hmm. leads you to freedom, whereas shame binds you deeper, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that those are good things to just like form your, um, like as you begin to apply some of this in your life. Um, to keep that in mind. Amen. Amen. Well, we're excited to hear maybe on our private Facebook group, if people, if people want to share, that would be a great place. We'd love to, to hear that, but that's certainly private to you and personal to you. So you don't have to share with all of us there, but we'd love to hear that. And we're about to do our one thing as we usually do our first one things for 2019. But before that, Michelle has a special announcement about our next book study series. So Michelle, do you want to tell everybody there's our special announcement? So we figured it would be fun for the winter time to do another book study. And we're starting, what, January 21st? Is that correct, Heather? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so January 21st is when we are starting our next book study. But we are going to do a fiction book. Yay. And we are going to do... Uh, the uh, this, well, it's actually the second book, but Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Ooh, yes, fun, 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 fun. So Which exciting. Is one of my favorite books, but we really wanted just to dive even into the themes and the characters. And this is such a beautiful, spiritual, rich fiction book, but is more than just a children's book. Mm-hmm. It, it is something that really opens your heart to wonder and the power of the Lord and just these beautiful images and how we can dive deeper into um, story and how this story really shows us um, how we can play a part in God's story written for us. Mm -hmm. So we are all three really, really excited um, to start. So yeah, January 21st, we will Mm -hmm. do The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and we'll be posting the um, chapter schedules and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we so hope good. that you will read it again. Like for those of you yes. who have read mm-hmm. it before, maybe you've read mm-hmm. it several times that you will read it again, uh, with new eyes and new ears to hear what God has to say, because I read these books inside and out when I was a kid. I remember staying up way too late, hiding under my covers with a flashlight. I couldn't put them down. I was so excited. <laughs> and you know, you get the story when you're a kid, it's exciting. And it has like these dramatic moments and exciting moments. And sweet moments. Um, 
but as an adult, when you read those stories, I mean, there have been parts of those stories that have taught me more about the story and restoration and the love of God um, than a lot of things in my life. Like they've been very powerful instruments to speak the truth of God and particularly those books because C.S. Lewis was a genius with that allegory. I mean, amazing. So yes, dear listeners, I hope you'll join us, get your copy, um, whether on your Kindle or grab your old childhood book. I'm going to take my old, my old one from, from when I was 12. That's what I'll be reading oh, this January. I love that. I, I think one of my favorite parts actually is in the foreword at the very or the intro, the very, very beginning of book one, the magician's nephew, where C.S. Lewis is writing it, you know, for his, his, his niece or nephew. And he says, one day, You'll, perhaps you'll be old enough for fairy tales again. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who's like, oh, they're doing a fiction book, y'all, one day we're going to be old enough for fairy tales again. I think we all have a lot to receive. So yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Okay. Yeah. So ladies, our first one thing of 2019. Okay, I want to go first because um, I, I don't want you all to steal it. <laughs> she's totally going to steal you know. it. I know what you, she's going to say. You know I am. Okay, my one thing is the new movie, Mary Poppins. I knew she was that was so good. Oh, it was oh, I cried so and laughed, yeah. it was so good. Okay, so my birthday was December twentieth. I had to go in for like an emergency root canal on my birthday. It was like Bill. I mean, oh adulting gosh. at its finest when you actually have to mm. go in for a dentist appointment on your birthday. So that was horrible. It was like a three hour appointment and we decided spontaneously to take the kids right after school and go see it, which totally redeemed my birthday, which is so fun. And that movie it was amazing on many, many levels. But I remember a few years ago, I said to Jake, why don't they make movies like, you know, the old Mary Poppins anymore? Like just where it has wonder and it's magical and it's simple and and everybody can see it. And it's it doesn't have all of this junk in it, you know, but there's singing and dance, this art, you know, all over the place. And I just love that movie. It was pure joy and had a few moments of tears as well, to be honest. So that's my one thing. Sister, mm. what's your one thing? Michelle, did she steal yours? Totally, but that's okay. Well, <laughs> Michelle always has backups anyway, so I knew I didn't Seriously. have to worry like th- about that. She always has three one things. I Yeah, that was such a great movie. I, too, laughed and cried. It was just so beautiful. So, yeah, thank you for that. Actually, my one thing is we have a very dear friend named Mary, and um, she often intercedes for us and prays for us. She's and today on my desk, I just it only now just got to open it. But I opened my Christmas card to her and nestled in the Christmas card is actually a Wonder Woman fridge magnet. And it's um, a picture of a silhouette of Wonder Woman standing firmly with a sword. And at the bottom, it says power, grace, wisdom, and wonder. And I cried. Like I just, it was one of those things where like, that's exactly what I needed today. And so I want to say, I want to thank you, Mary, for that, for thinking of that and for speaking really into my word and into my heart. And so I'll take a picture of it and post it for our listeners. So Wonder Woman, thank you, Mary. God bless you. She's so awesome. She's the best. Yeah. She is the best. Um, Okay, since Heather totally swipes my one thing, I would have to say I'm going to choose a movie too. We watch a lot of movies over the Christmas break, and uh, if you know me, I don't usually sit down to watch movies. I don't usually sit still that long to watch, but we watched some classic favorites, but uh, we watched Pride and Prejudice, and I watched it with my my daughter, Lily, and if you know that, it's probably one of my favorite movies and favorite books of all time is Pride and Prejudice. I think Elizabeth Bennett is one of the best heroines ever. So, so we watched the Karen Knightley one, not the BBC one. But I love both of them, but it was so great. It was just some of the lines there are just classic. And I love how every single time I um, pick up something different, but we were watching it and we we're watching the scenery 
And my husband Ooh, was Google something next to me, and he looked at me and he said, "There is a way to do a Pride and Prejudice tour in England. They can go to all mm-hmm. the spots that they recorded the movie from." So oh, we were talking about that for our uh, big like the Misty Mountain of Bewitch Me Body and Soul. <laughs> that one and Pemberley. Like seriously, are you serious? Chris would really do that. He totally looked it up. I was so impressed. No way. So, He's a good man. Uh, Good man, Crispin Singer. Yeah, Crispin yeah. Singer. So I'm saying this out loud so we can hold it to it, you know, hold him <laughs> to this that he actually has to provide on our 20th or 25th wedding anniversary that he will take me to this place. So uh, yeah, you know, we have it recorded, babe. So yeah, oh. so that is my one thing. Well, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, dear listeners. And thank you for joining us on another season. We are delighted to be here with you. And so we just want to remind you that we'll be doing a book study in a couple of weeks, um, the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And just encourage you to spend some time with the Lord this week with Isaiah 61 of new beginnings and what he's speaking to you. And, and what's the theme for the year? What does he want to say? And maybe you could share it with a friend and begin that journey together. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? You can leave us a rating, leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us get the message out to as many people as possible. If you would like the show notes emailed to you, you can go to ascensionpress.com forward slash abiding together. That's ascensionpress.com forward slash abiding together and enter your email address, click the subscribe button and the show notes will be on their way to you every week. You can also find the show notes on the Ascension Press website, as well as each episode on the iTunes podcast app. You'll find everything there. You can join our private Facebook group and join our community and just get in on everything that's going on. We love to hear from you. Send us an email, give us a shout out. We are happy to be on the journey with you. And until next week, we will be abiding together. Thank you so much.